0: I don't know whether to laugh, cry or shit myself.
1: (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. (laughs) Welcome to Tactics, welcome to a bar. Have you had any little shits that go,
0: Santa isn't even real. I know that you're an actor.
1: Don't let your kids listen. They
0: shouldn't anyway. We love you very much. And we hope you have a lovely Christmas and New Year.
1: Right then, folks. All right, love. What will it be? How do we want to start this?
0: Now, well, there's a question. Maybe you should sing us a jingle.
1: Sing you a jingle. Last yeah. time I started by screaming "It's Christmas" into the microphone, but um, I've got a twelve-hour shift tomorrow, and I don't wanna. <laughs> I don't wanna tug <laughs> up my voice this early on. Um,
0: I bought these gifts for you. They're up in my bum. <laughs>
1: As soon as you said I, I was like, I know what you're going to do. You're going to do the thing from Family Guy, aren't you?
0: <laughs> uh, not that it's said like that at all. Can you do Peter Griffin's voice? Um,
1: I can do his laugh. Let me D- try it. Merry <laughs> Christmas, everyone.
0: <laughs> Merry Christmas. Up your bum.
1: What
0: right. are there so many? What's that other one? There's another one, isn't there?
1: They weren't originally uh, sung or recorded like that. <laughs> <laughs> Why With not? References. They'd have
0: made lots more sales, I'm
1: sure. <laughs> With references to the Beck passage.
0: <laughs> oh, my God. Words. What are they?
1: <laughs> Words. Quite. It's not been that long, has it? When was November? It's been over a month and we already don't know what we're doing. <laughs>
0: No, that's quite a worry, isn't it? Right, I've got a question for you. The question right. that everybody's waiting to hear. What are you drinking?
1: <laughs> I am drinking Lidl's finest Argus French Lager. Well, you can tell he's content.
0: left his day job, can't you?
1: <laughs> One ninety nine for a full pack of tiny French beer bottles.
0: Oh, is it nice?
1: Oh, nice bit of ASMR there. It's all right, yeah. I mean I didn't want to drink anything too, you know, heavy because I have to be up at the at the time of recording I have to be up at the
0: abominably uh, early.
1: Abominably early, the arse crack of dawn. If but my, maybe even before then probably. The sun there's no sun when I'm driving up the M3. Really? Yeah, I've got to be up at 5:30 latest tomorrow. Ooh. Ooh. And what are you drinking?
0: I've just popped a bottle of Mooey. No I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, instead, I have some brothers rhubarb and custard cider. Ooh,
1: very nice, mm,
0: it is. Mmm, <laughs> delish. Quite a big bottle too. Three for a fiver. Go on, give it to me, baby.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Well, that's a trio <laughs> of Christmas hits from Scarlet Bryant. I wonder, do you reckon we could get you into the Christmas charts if Lad Baby can? get Christmas number one three years or by the time this comes out four years in a row we could get (laughs) Scarlet Bryant with a novelty Christmas number one If
0: Billy Mac can do it so can I Oh wait he's a fictional character and he doesn't actually exist he's just the lovely lovely Bill Nye who we all love
1: very much We need to make sure we don't speak over each other because I don't know how this we're recording on a new program called Zencaster and it seems to be that it can record everything at once so I don't know if that's just if our uh, talking over each other is going to be harder for me to edit. I don't really know. What thirty-one episodes in? Let's just mix things up. Mainly because I don't want to keep paying for Zoom <laughs> every month. How much was it? Oh, I don't. Uh, it wasn't much. Like maybe fifteen quid a month. But still, that adds up. And I, a poor actor. At least until Father Christmas pays me. Pays
0: you. <laughs> oh... Please pay me, Santa Claus. I'll get my d- <laughs> out.
1: Oh, wait. Why did I say oh, that? Why did you say that?
0: mm
1: oh, The brothers has gone straight to her head. The drink, that is.
0: It's not. It's my Moderna booster, people.
1: <laughs> oh, yes. You had your booster jab today. How how are you feeling? How was that? Mixing it with alcohol, cracking stuff.
0: Mm, well, I did it last time, didn't I? But, and I felt rough as arseholes after that. I don't know why I did it. So, You did it again. <laughs> I did it again. Why Why change the habit of the last fucking year or whatever it is? Um, yes, I had my Moderna booster jab today. It was very straightforward. And hopefully it'll mean I have less likelihood of dying or killing any of my loved ones for Christmas.
1: Hooray! Tis the season to be jolly.
0: (laughs) To be jolly because you're on the the better side of Omicron. B. Or otherwise known as the anagram of
1: no crimbo. Oh, God, yeah. Or if you get rid of the B, Omicron's an anagram of moronic. Oh, my God, it's a conspiracy. Shut up. Grow up. I don't care. Yeah, (laughs) B moronic. So at the time of recording, Boris Johnson did a big old announcement and said, Hey, we're going to bloody get everyone booster jabbed up by the end of this year or by the end of January. Uh, And this was about eight o'clock on Sunday, the 12th of December. Uh, And he told everyone that this was going to be the new target, including all the GPs and, you know, (laughs) medical professionals in the NHS, whose job it will be to dispense these booster jabs. And they had absolutely no idea until four hours before midnight, just like everyone else, So how was it getting your booster? Was it quite chaotic? Did you just rock up at a center? Were there queues? Was it chaos? Were people fighting in the streets or was it just fine?
0: (laughs) Um, There was people queuing again today, but it didn't feel like ridiculous, if you know what I mean, in any way. Yeah, I mean, there was more admin, definitely like more admin stuff. Not necessarily, I didn't notice, I couldn't say I noticed more people jabbing individuals Mm. but when you go in and have your assessment um and they basically give you like the chance to ask any questions and stuff like that there was like p two two lots of staff it but per assessment bay which it wasn't like that before and i was kind of like there was like a screen put up in between you I was like, mm-hmm. I don't know that people would have been comfortable with this at one point because it have felt like too many people in a room. Do you know what I mean? It was weird. But well, um, they've got a
1: lot of people to get jabbed up before well, the end right. of the month, apparently.
0: And that was what I thought. I did think to myself, I probably just happened to make use of what space they've got to try and get people through as quick as they can. Because I mean, mm. like, it won't, I, you'd think it won't be as obvious come... Until Wednesday, because that's when people can start applying for appointments. Like mm. Basically, the rest of the population that haven't been offered a booster yet.
1: So basically, anyone over the age of 18 from Wednesday, which by the time this episode comes out, will have happened. So if you're listening, if you are not booked your booster jab yet, bloody, bloody book it. Come on, let's just, let's get this fucking thing over with. Christ almighty. The looming dread that the government may just impose another lockdown is too fucking much to bear. Well, for starters, if they did, no one would listen and no one would follow what the fucking government say after the whole debacle of, you know, them having a load of Christmas parties last year whilst none of us were seeing our families and stuff like that. But it's fine. It's fine. Because the, this country are so fucking stupid, they will They will, They will. will vote this stupid government in again whenever the next election is. Merry Christmas, everybody! <laughs> Welcome to Two Actors Walking to a Bar with Scarlett mm. Bryant and David McCulloch. Boom.
0: I had a conversation <laughs> with somebody the other day that said that <laughs> They know someone who won't have Boris's name used in their house, like he's he's either known as Johnson because mm. he this individual feels that using the name Boris is what makes him uh, boris silly fucker that everybody goes, "Oh, it's only Boris and laughs at and like fight what takes pity on I don't know, mm. but people. It's almost like using the name Boris is some sort of term of endearment. It's very strange. And being able to call him that and refer to him on first name terms and it be that fucking silly name. (laughs) Yeah. No offence to any of you that chose to call your kids Boris. More for you.
1: You (laughs) won't want to know. (laughs) That makes total sense, actually. Because, like, oh, you know, Boris, my mate Boris. Oh, Boris, he's just a little funny clown and stuff. But, like, Mm. it's not like... We were calling Theresa May Terry or um <laughs> calling Gordon Brown, you know, oh, I know Gordo or uh, we always referred to well, We weren't to her even
0: as... calling her Teresa. No. Was... People didn't refer to Tony Blair as Tony. Old oh, Tony. Do you know what I mean? Or, they just I think tone. they just use their full name, yeah, or the Prime Minister. But it's all old
1: yeah. Bozer, isn't it? But congratulations because him and his wife gave birth to a, a lovely daughter, perfectly timed. Daughter. Oh, because it was one. just. I know. How many kids is that now? There's the thing. We live in a country where we don't know how many kids our fucking prime minister has and by how many women. But then
0: why do people want to have sex with that man? He's terrifying. <laughs> He's the stuff of nightmares. Honestly, he could promise me the world. I could be a princess in a castle that somebody was waiting on me hand, foot, and fucking fingernail. Nothing. Absolutely no sum of money, and I don't care what anyone says. Not everybody has a price. No amount of money would make me have sex with that man. No, uh, no,
1: no. Yeah, 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 yes, yes, um, Scarlet. How about a little bit of a rah, 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 stop, stop it now? Between the sheets, eh? rah, rah.
0: You've just made my <laughs> nether regions heal over, and I am now like a Barbie.
1: Anyway, not to get too political or anything. Oh, yeah. Just... But uh, it's, Chris- it's Christmas, everyone. Happy Christmas uh, Eve slash day slash Boxing Day slash whenever the hell we release this episode. I don't well, know. you we choose haven't... to
0: listen to it. Imagine listening yeah. to this on Christmas
1: Day. Sorry. Oh my God, imagine. People did listen to our Christmas special last year because I checked the stats and like it was on Christmas. We released it on Christmas Eve and then Christmas Day, I think we had about three people listen.
0: Oh, well, I hope we're keeping you company, whoever you are.
1: Merry Christmas. Enjoy our, whatever this is, rambles. (laughs) And I don't know. I guess as well, this can also, as well as being a Christmas special, this can be a bit of a retrospective on the year that was, 2021. (laughs) And what a year it's been. Ah, It sort of makes me, I don't know whether to laugh,
0: cry or shit myself.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's. As as we are both actors, let's talk about the fact that it's not actually been too bad of a year for us in terms of the acting stuff.
0: We've been lucky,
1: been very lucky.
0: Wow, well, to have yeah two plays that neither of which have been interrupted by ye old Mister Nineteen, the no. bitch that is the pandemic. Um,
1: which we have been lucky.
0: It's unheard of, I think. I don't know that, I can't say I've heard of anybody else that's gone, especially not two. I was almost, Mm. because Blind Spirit was such a breeze and nobody caught it, nobody had any false positives, nothing. Mm. I was like, Abigail's party is going to be hexed. It'll be every other week one of us will be having a scare. And it wasn't.
1: And everything was open. Well, three for me, because between those I had Ayop Hitler, which somehow, despite performing in very small pub theatrey venues didn't have a single covid scare or case or anything thank Mm. christ the only thing
0: is i mean obviously you had a couple of bigger gaps in between like two or three shows of a
1: weekend or something so if you want to get covid now's the time because you've got we've got over we've got like (laughs) just under two weeks till the next show so get it right now and then recover and be all good but no one did, which was which was great.
0: I think going solidly from early October right through until last week. Um, so that was the fifth of December, we wrapped things up for Abigail's Party. That just and we weren't even all local. It couldn't have been said that we were all living in the same town, even in mm. the same county this time round with Blythe Spirit. I know obviously you would have encountered that for up as well, but um Bly Spirit, nobody had any small children to speak of, children at school. So you just mm. gotta you had to like, sort of take your chances and just hope
1: for the best. And we were very lucky. We were indeed. Let's get away from COVID, because it's just kind of come back, hasn't it? And it's it like off. we thought it would we hoped by the end of twenty twenty that would be it. And then it kept going through twenty twenty one and now we're reaching the end and it's like, can it be done by twenty twenty two? maybe Mm. who knows could it just be that this whole construct of a year that things won't miraculously change on the first day of January in a new year but maybe they will who knows new year new me hashtag bloody resolutions I don't know
0: (laughs) (laughs) new year no (laughs) pandemic Woo! Take me there. Take me to that place where this fucking thing doesn't exist anymore and we can all just live life like it once was. I'll never take anything for granted ever again, I swear. (laughs) I swear. Seriously (laughs) now, I've had a fucking gutful. I swear, I swear, I swear I'll do anything. I'll even cut off my toes.
1: I don't know why I chose to go that avenue, but there we are. If you want Scarlet's Toes, email twoactorspodcast at outlook.com and she'll (laughs) chop them off and send them over just for the guarantee that there'll be no more COVID in the world. Right then, mate. After the same again. But yes, on to to trying to keep on a positive track as best we can. Let's try not to mention the bloody... Let's replace the C word COVID with the C word Christmas and not the C words that my mum doesn't like. Hello, mum. I promise I won't say the C word.
0: So have you ever had a Christmas jumper?
1: I do have a Christmas jumper, but a lot of people when they see me wear it are like, that's not a real Christmas jumper. I'm like, it is. It is. It's a lovely uh, blue white jumper. There's snow like little dots of white on it representing snow. And there's reindeer on it and it's lovely and it's a bit more subtle compared to your garish big ass trees or you know ones that light up and stuff and it's nice <laughs> it's sophisticated but a lot of people mm. are like eh, you know that's not real jumper so oh, shut up don't know why that person's northern it was having a go at me but yeah but i will be wearing it <laughs> on Christmas. Day. everybody
0: that's ever moaned about your christmas jumper goes oh uh, you know uh, you know <laughs> <laughs> what about uh, you you're a liar. you a
1: <laughs> Do you have a Christmas jumper?
0: I hadn't ever owned one. The box office were very encouraging that so I should get one for work. The Christmas jumper I bought was a a Disney one, um, and it's nice. very sweet. It's like a it's like sweatshirt material, very soft inside. So it's not really like a knitted jumper as such, but is a sweatshirt with a printed thing of like Mickey Minnie. Goofy, Pluto, Daisy, Donald, it's got them all on and they're in a big Christmas wreath and it's really cute and I love it because it matches Bowman's. So we can be cute together. Because I can be when I try hard. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I sort of thought that's pretty mad, isn't it? Getting to the, the ripe old age of 23 and never having owned a Christmas jumper.
1: Ripe old I age.
0: don't think there's really... Like, it, it makes me sad that you can't wear it the rest of the year. And I'm like, then I don't want to spend money on it.
1: You can only wear it one time a year. It lasts longer. The Christmas, Christmas jumper I've had, I swear I've had it for, I don't know, maybe a decade. I don't know. And that sounds yeah, old, that's true. But, but because I only wear it, you know, certain like one, not even that, less than a, a month a year, because once Christmas Day is done, I'm like, well, oh, it feels weird wearing a Christmas jumper now. So I will um, just pop it back in the wardrobe. Well, I'll put it in the washing machine first. I don't just <laughs> think goodness, a, a musky old jumper. So, I guess it is it quite festive for you at the moment because you're working at a theatre and it's panto season. Mm. Oh no, it isn't. Oh yes it is. <laughs> and if you don't if you're an international listener and doesn't know what a panto is, uh listen to our festive special last year of Emily Slade where we Down deep into the meaning of what a panto is I think I can't remember it was a year ago (laughs) but we spoke Uh, about pantos then and what they are
0: it is it is very festive yes uh one of my co-workers turned up the other day and she looked like she was virtually dressed as an elf um which you're surrounded by on the daily at Lapland so yes take it away big boy uh
1: yes I started pretty much a few days after we finished Abigail's party I started working at Lapland UK as a well I got hired as a swing which basically means I rock up uh, sorry. oh come on Scarlet not, not a swinger swing come on this is wholesome family fun Lapland UK oh dear sorry. me too far
0: but then that's not so I
1: usual. I'm playing a i'm basically hired as a swing so i rock up uh for a 7 a.m start yes really uh and then basically i'm there to cover any breaks or any absences or stuff like that for any of the male parts uh and so far i've been covering the role of travel master elf well do you know much about what lapland uk is i've i've seen it on the news (laughs) yeah Say no so I can explain it to the, to the boys and girls at home.
0: No. Oh, no, I don't.
1: <laughs> oh, yes, you do. You saw it on the news. Oh, yeah. So basically, like, families go in and it's an immersive experience and, like, they walk. It's, it's uh, the actual, like, design of it and layout and all the, like, sets and stuff are phenomenal. It looks amazing. It genuinely feels like you're going through an enchanted forest and going through to this winter wonderland. It's insane. It's absolutely beautiful. And then when you go through a elf door to go backstage, it's then just you know mud and terrapin hearts and stuff like that, and like motors going in the background, and a couple of Father Christmases sat sat under a gazebo smoking it's like this is so weird it's so wrong <laughs> but it's so magical when you go in
0: do so you really hope no kids manage to scurry off into the back scenes because they'll be like ah!
1: well the problem is like you've got if if a kid falls ill or something there are third third Yeah. first first aid i don't know what happens to get to third aid but there are first aid bits but they are backstage so we're like before we go on to do our little performance we're hiding in a terrapin hut and we can just about see if the doors open a family's coming through we quickly shut it and i haven't seen it yet but i imagine them there must be like a, a way they can go to avoid seeing any father Christmas is because that might break the illusion of just see two walking together with a cup of coffee in each hand going oh yeah how was your day oh it was fine um (laughs) but i'm sure people people are quite good at avoiding the uh big folk and small folk uh if they end up having to be taken behind the scenes for any reason whatsoever but I, i remember i was having a conversation with a couple of other elves and suddenly one of them in the corner of his eye noticed a family coming towards us and we're just talking about, I can't even remember what we're talking about. And he said, so yes, and I was speaking to Father Christmas, and he said to me, there are some wonderful small folk here. And I was like, what? Oh, God, that's right. Oh, yeah. yeah.' So he just was on yeah, it. Back. That's funny. Uh, but yeah, the actual experience itself is you go in and there's like a, a check in area where you like get your your elf passports and your various like stickers. So you know which side of the experience you're on because they split up at one point and there's like there's a checking area and you've got the travel master elf and porter elf and two other elves called plume and jingle and that's what i've been doing mostly uh where they have a few like expositiony bits where they introduce people to the world and tell them where they'll be going and what they'll be doing and stuff like that and then we open up these doors that lead them through to the enchanted forest and it's like these we call them secret magical pathways and there's all these lights and branches and snow and everything and they go into this amazing bit which is like this enchanted forest with this giant tree in the middle and There's like music and everything and then elves just appearing from, well, from backstage. But to them, it's like they're appearing from the forest and then there's the toy factory they go to. And to get there, they go through like, you know, snowy pathways and there's elf houses and everything. And it is it is absolutely incredible. Basically, in each section, they sit down and they watch a little performance. And like when they get to the toy factory, they help build a toy. When they get to Mother Christmas's kitchen, they ice and gingerbread and stuff like that. And then they go to the elf village where they stay for about ninety minutes and there's an ice rink. And there's loads of different stalls and shops and restaurants and there are elves just roaming around. One of whom there's an elf called Tree High. And I've met a couple of the actors that have played. Oh, by the way, not that you should, but kids do not listen to this. I'm gonna spoil Lapland UK for you. Don't let your kids listen. They shouldn't anyway. We we swear in this and we drink. That's that's bad, kids. Don't do that, or or <laughs> Father Christmas will put you on the naughty list. But yeah, one of the elves tree high, and it's someone on stilts. But like the costume, it looks so good. I actually thought, bloody hell, that woman's tall. Oh no, she must be on stilts. Um, <laughs> but it is it is amazing. And then they stay in the village for a bit, and then they go through and they meet huskies and reindeer, and then they go and it all culminates in meeting the man himself, Father Christmas.
0: Oh, so it d- I didn't really, it was, it was a, like a guided tour. I sort of thought that you could go where you wanted, when you wanted.
1: No, it's kind of, it's it's like this immersive experience. You go on this tour and you get taken to Lapland and you see various things along the way and meet all these different elves. And like, for instance, in our the bit that I've been doing as the Travelmaster elf, we've got like a suitcase and we give one to each group. There's a reindeer group and a husky group um and we give a case to one of the families and say oh that silly elf Conker left this behind could you take this to the toy factory for us and then when they go to the toy factory part of it's like oh no Conker, you left your case behind has anyone seen it in the forest Mm -hmm. and the kids are like yeah yeah we've got it and it's kind of adding to that really Mm. it's a really like it's a very well well oiled machine the whole thing and like you know the way it's been scripted and stuff like that but it's Fucking exhausting. <laughs> yeah. I we do like, there's how many a day are there? If I'm working full time as one of the elves, I will do 16 performances and I get two hour long breaks where there are two more performances in them. So, yeah, there's about 20 tours a day. So, there's fucking thousands of kids and families coming through Lapland each day and they're paying. They're paying a lot of money to go. Like good God. <laughs> it's, it's very expensive.
0: Oh well, I'm sure it's only like enhancing the magic for the kids. If oh, they yeah,
1: absolutely. still
0: believe. Have you had any little shits that go Santa isn't even real? I know that you're an actor.
1: I've not had that. I don't spend enough time in close proximity with children. But Phew. I have you <laughs> you know cuz families go and i have seen a couple of kids who are clearly either you know on the th- on the threshold a bit or maybe they're it's they don't believe but they're with their younger kids who do mm. and so when you're you know leading them off into the enchanted forest and you're giving them an elf wave where you put your thumb on your nose and you wave your fingers like this <laughs> and you're like let's see those elf waves everyone and you just see the slightly older kids that are probably about maybe 10, 11 years old. And they're just looking at you like, fucking. they look like they want to, f- they, they want to lamp you. <laughs> it's <was> hilarious. <laughs> That's very funny. I can
0: remember um, as a kid, just going to a, a Santa's grotto thing that my grandma had taken me to. And um, mm. there was, as I was coming out after having seen Father Christmas, um, yeah. the kid that had obviously it had been in the queue before me like in front of me so it'd already had mm. their chance was coming back in the exit yeah waving this present going this wasn't what I asked for this isn't this wasn't even on my list and Santa's giving me this I what I, I'm going back in there I'm going to say to him like do you even know who I am because I've not asked for this oh um, my God. <laughs> I can just remember holding my grandma's hand as I was leaving and she's just sort of leant down to me and was like he'll be on the naughty list, little brat. <laughs> 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 but it's true, isn't it? I mean, there's, there is yeah. part of that, but it's about the experience of, and why, I, I, in my head, I had already made it made, make sense for myself. Why would you get mm. a present from Father Christmas that was what you'd asked for for Christmas? Because this wasn't Christmas, not yet. It yeah. was in the lead up to the festivities so i in my head i that was me convincing myself that he was still real even though i was getting a something i hadn't actually asked for yeah but then there's a lot of things that i I would say and sorry to be um pessimist scarlet but that's me i think there's a lot of things now that Parents sort of set themselves up for that weren't around yeah. when we were kids, like that naughty elf. Um there's oh, some the, other elf stuff on as the well
1: sh- Is it elf on the shelf?
0: Yeah. Is that it? Yeah. yeah, and they do like they do bad things and stuff, and um and it all looks very funny to a complete outsider like me when they publish it all over your social medias. Um one woman had done she'd obviously used Nutella, but she'd like White Nutella on tissue paper, and it'd like spread it all around the bathroom, and then the naughty elf oh. was there with his little pants down, and like, oh naughty oh. elf pooing all over the toilet.
1: <laughs> oh dear, that I don't like. Oh dear, the naughty elf has shat himself in the bath. <laughs> Another realm for your love.
0: But then there's there's other things as well, like um people fit stuff like uh I mean, this is kind of crafty, but they'll put like a little um, Santa's spy camera, like, I don't know, somehow sticky foam, sticky, adhesive thing to their ceiling. And they're like,
1: be careful because he's watching. See, when I was a kid, I was just told that Father Christmas is always watching.
0: Yeah, he didn't need a fucking was, webcam.
1: Need a webcam. Imagine how many bloody screens he's got in like a North Pole. Like, oh, hang <laughs> on a sec, Timmy and fucking Bracknell's being bad. Wait a second. Oh my god, it's Louis and bloody Cornwall. What? <laughs> I just thought he. I just thought it's part of the magic of it. Oh, he's magical enough that he can just see you and yeah. knows if you've been bad. Yeah,
0: he senses it that you've been bad. Yeah, and you'll get coal in your stocking rather
1: than anything fun. Um, Although apparently coal. Uh, in Spain, that's not a bad thing having cold. Oh, at really? Christmas. Yes, and I I found this out from <laughs> name drop uh, Chris Hemsworth's wife Elsa, <laughs> who I who I uh, clang clang, um, and Chris Hemsworth's kids. Uh, because one thing as well at Lapland is that we do get VIPs in my role as travel master elf. There's like a little VIP section. So they will come and watch your little performance. But we go in in character to personally give the VIPs their passports, their um, stickers, a case from that elf conquer and their jingle money to spend in the village and stuff like that. And yeah, so So they don't have to slum it with the normal people. Um, Well, they well, they do have to actually. They do slum it with the normal people, but they go through their own secret pathways so they don't get harassed, essentially. Um, right because this whole thing it's for the kids it's not it's not for people to start taking selfies with celebrities so they get their own little private bit and then they'll come out and watch the performance but no one notices the celebs are there because they should hopefully be too busy watching the stuff that's happening on stage and they'll get their own private booth in the restaurant in the village and stuff like that and apparently Uh, because um, Hannah, my girlfriend, she's also working at Lapland and she's currently working as a magic elf who brings the families to Father Christmas and is there with them. Apparently there is a very special VIP Father Christmas who is just there for VIPs, which is either celebrities or it's people that pay for the VIP experience.
0: If it's expensive before the VIP, I dread to think what you pay once you want the... The full experience.
1: Uh so celebs don't actually I didn't I thought celebs paid for it, but they don't. Basically, they ask to come like via their agents or something, and they get Mm. invited by the organizers. Uh so they get to do this whole thing for free, which is holy shit, amazing. Well, I think they have to pay for like food and drinks and stuff at the bar and whatnot. But the whole experience they get for free. But of course the caveat is that they are then expected to promote Lapland UK on their social right. media platforms. So obviously then oh, people will follow them on social media and go, oh my God, bloody um Alicia Dixon was at Lapland UK. It must be amazing. I'll have to book for mm. well, for next year, because it's it's all sold out now because it's very popular. <laughs> Evidenced by the amount of people there. But yeah, oh, I could, I could name drop some people that, that I've been fortunate enough to meet. But the thing is, I didn't quite realise the extent of the VIPs that were there until I was reading through the contract and um, also reading through the scripts. And they said, at the end of the day, you've got to always be in character to not break the illusion for the children, or as we mm. call them, small folk. And we call the grown ups big folk, because we've always known that they've grown bigger in size, but are still children at heart.
0: Aww. <laughs> oh, how cheesy! <laughs> it is, it
1: is, it's it's cheese horrific, let me tell you. But you've got to keep, you've got to keep it. You've got to make the children believe that you're elves, that you're not just actors in giant wigs and hats and fake mustaches and all that. Um, mm. And so they made a point of saying, in like all the written material, it's like it's just for the kids. You've always got to aim everything at the children, no matter who their parents are. And I was like, what does that mean? No matter who their parents are. Look, they've had loads of famous people come down. Apparently, the Beckhams have done it. Elton John and his family. Um, I mentioned Chris Hemsworth's family, but he wasn't there. God damn it. He was called up for filming that day. (laughs) Uh, What a bastard. I didn't get to meet him. And the same for (sighs) Tom Hardy. Tom Hardy. Everyone in like we were in the canteen. Everyone's like, oh, my God, Tom Hardy and Chris Hemsworth are here today. And um, I ended up going back to wardrobe because my wig needed fixing, and a couple of the village elves noticed. <laughs> you little <I>
0: diva, was... <laughs> my wig needs fixing.
1: Well, no, my it, the problem is I've got such a massive head. It takes about forty pins and hair grips to fit the <laughs> wig and the hat to my head. So it takes a good half hour for wardrobe to just you know dissemble this beautiful <laughs> thing that's been like basically drilled into my skull so i had to go up to wardrobe to get it fixed because it started slipping and a couple of the village i was like oh my god that's travel master he'll have met what's tom hardy like what was tom hardy like and i was like he's not here yet his family are but tom hardy's running 10 minutes late so he'll get <laughs> he'll get brought in by security at a later time and i was like ah oh. and then someone said oh no does that mean he's going to walk through here but that will spoil the magic for him and i'm like Tom Hardy isn't a kid. I'm pretty sure he doesn't believe in Father Christmas. He knows what's going on. He's also an actor. <laughs> but yes, That's sadly, I did not meet Tom Hardy. I met some other celebs, like uh, I mentioned Alicia Dixon. Uh, no big deal. Princess Beatrice. She was there. That was insane. <laughs> Weird thing is, Princess Beatrice, love, mem- a literal princess. I'm pretty sure she has the same coat as my mum. <laughs>
0: Oh Claire, you bougie gal! <laughs> Did she talk to you? Um, Did you give her a little kiss?
1: Yes, I went up and hugged Princess Beatrice. In these <laughs> COVID times, I was like, "Oh yes, I'm the travel master. Come on, come on, B, give us a snog." <laughs> Is
0: that how you <laughs> right speak? Front...
1: Um, come on, my... B, come on, bear. <laughs> no, I didn't. Sp- I didn't actually speak to her that much because it was for the kids. It was for her stepson, and there was another. Um, child there i think a, a friend's child because someone else was running a bit late so we were speaking to them and then they're obviously saying oh isn't that nice say thank you to the travel master and porter and stuff and then they said mm-hmm. thank you to us and everything they're very nice very surreal literally like we were waiting to go on before our next tour and someone came up to us and said oh um there's a vip are you okay to do your little bit and it's like yeah sure who is it and I, like, oh it's uh, members of the royal family and i just said to security yeah fuck off because we've been making, we've been trying to spread false rumours. Um, We've been trying to spread a rumour that Al Pacino's coming just oh, to kind funny. of make people go, wait, what? Really? Really? And it worked as well. We had about three different people come up to us and go, did you meet Al Pacino? We just, made it, we just made it up. And then I was like the whole time thinking they're just taking the piss. It, or if it's a member of the royal family, it's like a distant cousin twice removed or something. And then suddenly, no, I knew it was a a proper member of the royal family because the bosses, Mr. and Mrs. Lapland, were there. And that is their Mm -hmm. Instagram name. But it's the two Mm. owners of Lapland. They were rushing down and then going, oh, do do, do they want to see us? Do they want to meet us? Oh, no, there's no time. Oh, they just want to meet elves. Okay. And I was just like.
0: "Ah, the Savage. That's a bit of a bummer. I think if I was them, I'd just dress up as an elf because I'd be like, hi, I'm Mr.
1: Lapland. I think, the owners, Famous. I think the owners get to meet them at like in the elf village because I've seen pictures of them posing with like, you know, um, what's that boxer's name? AJ something. Anthony Joshua. That's the that's the one. <laughs> I don't know much about sport. I was going to say you AJ know. Pritchard, but he's the dancer lad, isn't he? From Strictly yeah. Come Dancing. What a
0: rubbish person to meet in, <laughs> in comparison to
1: Anthony Joshua. No offence to AJ Pritchard, if you're listening, I'm sure you're a lovely person to meet, but I don't think you have kids, so why would you be at Lapland UK? But we all saw you on (laughs) Hollyoaks. Another one for you, miss. You've been working at a theatre at the height Mm -hmm. of Panto season. How has that been? What's it been like? I imagine, is it quite, well, considering last year Panto started back up and then were very swiftly shut down, thank you, Mm -hmm. government, Uh, and COVID but what's it like this year is panto season in full swing or is it a bit of a slow build or
0: no no it's in full swing I mean um it's very busy as well because I think unless that we've we've had a couple of occasions of people ringing up and they're quite nervous and stuff about restrictions we want people to feel as comfortable as they possibly can in the current climate because that will encourage them to come back and Panto is actually in the for, in a lot of cases for British theatres where they make the money that they sort of the theatre survives on, really. Mm. Um, so pantomime season is very, very important to the theatres in this country. Yeah.
1: They can have three shows a day maximum, can't they? Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. Which is yep.
1: nuts. And I always it thought is. when – because obviously our friend – Peter McCrowan is is in the pantomime. And there's a the thing, I was just thinking, because we've worked with him this year, I've worked with him twice, how weird to think he's gone from playing Hitler in AOP Hitler <laughs> to being in a lovely family-friendly panto. <laughs> oh, Hello, funny. Peter, if you're listening.
0: It's good fun and it's an opportunity for people, adults included, to sort of just forget their troubles a bit. And I think that's, that's mm. a nice thing. Um, and... And again, it's given a lot of theatres the the sort of cash surge um, yeah. that they need after the the recent couple of years. It's all in all for a good cause, really, because it would be a real shame to lose some of the places that we we know people that perform in. We perform in ourselves.
1: Mm. I watched the Ian McKellen 80th birthday one man show thing that he did because it's on Amazon Prime. Which, if you have Amazon mm. Prime, watch it fucking brilliant he's amazing oh, okay and he mentioned because he'd been to visit 80 theaters and uh hmm. he mentioned that there's a theater in scotland which is like the last repertory 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 rep <laughs> rep theater uh rep company the kind of going i don't know i think they should bring it back bring back rep hashtag bring back rep mm.
0: yeah because i think i mean like Maybe it's because it warrants needing more sort of staff in the way, like creative staff, not just technicians and things. More the like your your directors and producers and needing those in the theatre as well as. Mm. Do you know what I mean? You don't need them in theatres anymore because they come with the touring company. So it's maybe it's part and parcel of that. I'm not sh- really sure, but I, I, it's so, not in. Our age groups, like, we've never known anything like that. So I can't mm. say what it would be like if it came back.
1: But I imagine if Chris Hawley, Black Box Theatre Company, we've mentioned it on the show several times, and had him on the show several times. It was only meant to be once, <laughs> but then he opened a bottle of wine, so it was twice. Um, but <laughs> because the two shows we've done together this year, Blythe Spirit and Abigail's Party, have been with Black Box Theatre Company. But the company essentially is chris he produces the shows he directs the shows uh if they're original shows he'll write them and even if they're not original shows he might make a few rewrites here and there (laughs) Mm -hmm. um but he's obviously it's him and he's always brought on hannah wood as technical stage manager for all the shows and rightly show rightly so because she's brilliant (laughs) um He's also brought on a lot of the same actors for different shows. Since 39 Steps, very fortunately for us, we've both been in every show. We're both in Mm. 39 Steps, we're both in Blythe Spirit, both in Abigail's Party, and we'll both be in Bouncers, touring next summer, 2022, uh, around uh, May to July time. Check it out. Go to (laughs) www.blackboxtheatrecompany.com. Also, with returning Black Box Theatre Company performers, Marcus Churchill and Peter McCrohen the aforementioned Panto Peter.
0: Mm-hmm. He's wonderful in the panto as well. Wonderful. Bloody wonderful. I imagine so. But yeah, I think I think it's a nice it's a nice time to be working um mm. within our industry as an actor, as a just a like a creative behind the scenes. Um even for me, just working in the box office of a theatre, it's it's a lovely time to to be working because even with the world, the way the world is, people fucking love Christmas and nothing's going to put a smile on somebody's face quite like traditional festivities and Panto is it and as is going to see Father Christmas. So we are both enjoying the, the world in which we are. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Indeed Gosh. we are. Wow, that, that was almost genuine and lovely. I cannot believe it, Scarlet. I know. The Christmas spirit has taken you over.
0: Another drink for your love.
1: Okay, so how about very quickly before we go, we do a very quick 2021 retrospective. So... Should we go through the months? Oh, fuck. Okay. What happened in January? You had COVID. I had COVID. And that was the whole... Donald Trump incited a terrorist attack and it was the Capitol riots. That was there this year. There we go. Trump was president for a bit of it. February. Uh, what happened in February? Fuck, that seems so long ago.
0: It was my birthday.
1: It was your birthday. but That's February every year. So mm,
0: You're 23
1: true. and in the words of Blink-182, nobody likes you when you're 23. So there we no, go. No, I don't even fucking like me when I'm 23, <laughs> but fine. <laughs> um, was that when... Uh, two actors walk into a bar season two, premiered in February, I think, maybe. Mm-hmm, you're now. right. What so... a great retrospective this is. I can't actually remember what happened this year. Um, March. What happened in March? Uh,
0: people happened... started getting their first jabs.
1: <laughs> ah, yes, yes. That was when the vaccine rollout began, I think. Yes. So that was good. Hold on. You're Googling, aren't you? We need <laughs> help. <laughs> we do need help to think of, of what happened. What did happen this year? Fucking hell.
0: Oh! What about No.
1: No, no, not important. April 2020. I was thinking
0: about that interview with Oprah,
1: but I'm not really sure that was this year, was it? Oh, well, the Harry and Meghan interview. Yeah. Yeah, that that was this year, I think. Was it? Here
0: yeah, we go. Happen. I've got the shit. Every big news story of 2021 so far.
1: Brilliant. Okay, so. We've done January to March, right? So we, got, we yeah, covered all the we, big bits. We got that sorted. Uh, so oh, April.
0: so much has happened, right? Hang on, because this is going
1: on. Pick one. I can't. Right. Uh, oh, it's not given the month, the bastards. Why don't you just go on 2021 events by month? There's a category. It's it's in it's on Wikipedia. So. April 2021 events.
0: Can you think about what happened in fucking April? Anything?
1: No, let's no, let's skip April. Nothing happened in April. We've tried to Google it. I'm sorry, April, but nothing happened in your useless waste of a month. We may as well have not had April. That's the <laughs> yeah, thing, actually. Something must we have were, happened. We were still in lockdown, weren't we? And nothing happened. Let's skip to May. What happened in May? I turned 30. That's the only thing that happened. Move on. And we started what work happened? on Spirit. In
0: April 2021.
1: Nothing. We've skipped it. We've skipped April. Historic event.
0: Stop it, you little bitch. We need to find out what it was. Oh, April 6th, Jeff Bezos worth $177 billion. Tops Forbes billionaires list of 2,755 people, Um, including new entry Kim Kardashian.
1: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. Scarlett, um, we, we did miss something quite big that happened in April. Uh it was it was the death and funeral of Prince Philip, the Duke of Edinburgh. <laughs> that was quite a big thing that happened in April. Oh, oh was dear. That April.
0: God, it was so sunny. <laughs> was very sunny for April. Oh, it
1: was so sunny. <laughs> I just thought well, Prince Philip died in April. Like very sunny. What are you expecting it to be pouring down with rain because the Queen's husband died? Oh, God, can I keep this in? I will, fuck it.
0: Anthony Hopkins won a BAFTA. That, <laughs> that was very, very controversial to some. Why was
1: it con Oh oh yeah, it was controversial because Chadwick Boseman yeah, didn't. Was win. it
0: the BAFTA or was it the Oscar? Yeah.
1: Both. So Both. everyone thought everyone thought Chadwick Boseman was a shoe-in to win best actor, posthumously, for Ma hmm. Rainey's Black Bottom, and he won at the Golden Globes. And everyone thought he'd win at the BAFTAs, but he didn't. He lost to Anthony Hopkins and then at the Oscars, which took place a few months later, or maybe the same month, uh, no, it didn't take place the same month, but the Oscars a few months later, they changed the order of the Oscars. So usually it ends on Best Picture, and then it finishes. But this time around, they changed it so that Best Picture was the third to last award, then it was Best Actress, and then the final award was going to be Best Actor. And everyone assumed, oh, it's because... The award's going to go to Chadwick Boseman and they're going to end the Oscars as like a tribute and a celebration to him. And then what happened is that Joaquin Phoenix came out and announced the winner was Anthony Hopkins. Anthony Hopkins was not there. He's, a, he's an old man. He was in bed. He was, having a lo- he was tucked up in bed asleep because he didn't think he was going to win either. And he ended up winning the Oscar. And the Oscars just kind of ended a bit like, oh, shit. While we're on the subject of, because we mentioned about the BAFTAs and Oscars, uh, what have been your favourite films this year? I'm aware at the time of recording there were still many films to come out. uh, But so far, what are your favourite films? I only saw
0: one film in in cinema and I did love it. And I think Mm. I haven't, I have admittedly, I've not seen Bond. Um, I still need to see that. Uh, There's lots I'd... I still need to see, but I did. Ru- I did rub. I totally rubbed um, the Aretha flank. I don't know whose teeth they are, but who put them in my mouth? I really liked the only film I saw in cinema, which was Respect with Jennifer Hudson, and um, and then I have to say I do think Squid Game is going to leave its print on me. Ooh, for want of a better phrase. But I do think it's sort of made a mark. I I will talk about that for years to come. It won't be a series that
1: just sort of passed me by. Yeah, that was a good series. I think that's definitely one of the um, cultural stamps of 2021 and one of the most talked about shows, I'd Mm. reckon. Um, Do you reckon reckon they do a second series of that show or should it just be one and done?
0: Yeah, I kind of i I don't yeah, want them to it drag it out and make it sort of make. Should it then lose its its shine a bit? Do you know what I mean? I do sometimes think. Yeah. But then maybe it's not a one hit wonder. Who knows? Who knows I, if there's more to the story? But it does feel like it's kind of all all finished in a nightly, a nicely sort of tied, a neat packaged neat package. Yes, that's it. Whereas. So they left the ending quite open before the potential of continuing it.
1: Whereas something that should have probably been won and done, Tiger King, the second series Mm. of that came out this year to pretty much zero fanfare, really. It was just a bit, uh, okay. They wanted to capitalize on the fact that the last series was so popular Mm. and it just felt a little bit dragged out. There was, there was, there was. Some good material in there, but there was I think a lot of retelling of stuff we already knew. Yeah, and also like the whole they focused a lot on they focused two whole episodes on Don Lewis and the fact that he might actually still be alive in Costa Rica or whatever. But then I kept watching it and just thinking about the Louis Theroux documentary he did and where he mm. spoke with Carol and Howard Baskin and stuff and the fact they refused to be in any more Tiger King media. Uh, and mm. also the fact that Louis Theroux was given like a cease and desist from Netflix for just trying to make this documentary and stuff. And I was like, I feel like he did it better following on from mm. the show. I don't know. I feel like they should have stopped it. Maybe just had like one feature-length follow-up episode just to be like here's where everyone is and stuff. So far, my favourite films, the majority of them are technically 2020 releases, but they came out in this country this year. Right. Um, Just to be, so my top films so far of 2021 are films that came out or released in 2020. Um, (laughs) My favourite film of the year is Another Round, which is the Danish film with Mads Mikkelsen, um, where it's about a group of teachers who basically try and keep a consistent uh, alcohol blood level throughout the entire day. And that came out last year and it finally came out in this country in like June and there barely any cinemas showed it. So I had to wait until fucking September to buy it on Blu-ray and watch it. And it was worth the wait because it was fucking brilliant. Um, but yeah, that was that was my my favorite. I have been to the cinema, but not that much because it's got to be a film that I'm willing to risk my life and for, COVID for. <laughs> to risk COVID for. And some of the films I went to cinema to see, I was like, mm, I didn't feel like I could have risked it, but some were very good. Mm. Such as uh, Shang-Chi was, was really good. Um, I saw Ghostbusters, the force awakens. Boom, boom. Oh Yes. Um, I saw that. And the, I don't know, maybe uh, cause I'm not a, big... I, I like Ghostbusters. I think it's a fine film, but I do not lose my shit over it like most people who are above the age of 40 do. Um, prove me wrong, 40-year-olds. Prove me wrong. You lose your shit over Ghostbusters. And literally, whenever there was something in Ghostbusters Afterlife that called back to the first film, and that was about like 80% of it, you could just hear people go, Oh my God, it's the bloody thing. Oh my God, the books win in a pile. It's the fucking pro- pro- proton photon. Thing, oh my god! <laughs> uh-huh. I I don't I don't know. It was it was pretty much the plot was essentially it was fan service and retelling the same plot, but it was fine. I I enjoyed it, it right? For what it was, for for what it was, yeah. It was literally they Force Awakens it essentially. They and I like Force Awakens, but it's now become a bit of a a bit of a genre of film in itself, really, like a sequel slash soft reboot where they just do the same film again but with Mm. younger actors and oh look it's the same actors from before but they're now old (laughs) essentially i'm Uh, gonna see spider-man no way home in a few days which i'm very excited for and by the time this comes out i will have seen it and oh my god they had bloody tobe maguire andrew garfield in it or oh my god tobe maguire and andrew garfield weren't in it and everyone's really upset because despite the fact marvel never said that they were going to be in it everyone just assumed they were and set the expectations too high or Ooh. it was the best film ever the expectations were met oh my god it was brilliant i don't i don't you don't really give much of a crap about those films do you
0: <laughs> they just sort of like have passed me by entirely <laughs> i'm sure at some point i'll be forced to watch um your marvels because Your (laughs) marvels. Your (laughs) marvels.
1: Put down cinema to watch your marvels. Here Um, you go, son. Here's here's 10 Bob. Go down pictures and watch your marvels. Why don't you? (laughs) Me and your ma, we're we're going out for Pipe Down Pub. You go watch your marvels.
0: Just because uh, Bowman seems to be quite a fan of the Hulk and Spider Man. Um, Ah. So I expect at some point I will be forced. To watch them against my will
1: because i love the small boy (laughs) you can binge them all on disney plus not spawn but should be disney sponsor us give us some of your money you got loads
0: i don't like fighting it's the fighting i just find it fucking boring in all films
1: of that sort when did you turn into a 60 year old woman Um, Won't someone please think of the children, all this (laughs) fighting. If they just sat down and had a conversation, none of this (laughs) would be happening at all. The battles, the
0: battles in everything. Even like stuff. Comic book
1: movies. Of course there's going to be
0: fights. Exactly. But it's the same as Star Wars. It's the same as, it even bored me in the latter Harry Potter films. Um, Lord of the Rings. My eyes just start to go because I'm like, I just don't care at this point. Get back to the storytelling. I'm not not an action
1: lover. The fights are part of the storytelling. Well, I know.
0: I'm aware of that. But I just find them extremely mind-numbingly boring to watch. Hence why Marvel is probably not for me. (laughs) I'm trying to think of a film that I genuinely like, where there's lots of fighting.
1: Well, you were saying about seeing the new James Bond, and I hate to break it to you, but James Bond fights people. Yeah, but like that bores me. all the other films. Oh. I
0: just feel like I have to see it. It's like a weird obligation. And they're so long as well. Fucking hell. When they fight, don't they make a meal out of it? <laughs> just, Just slice his head off and get it done with. Like, all this fucking... Meandering around on a horsey, wielding a big flag and then falling off your horse. And then he's fallen off his horse. Now we must get revenge. Charge. Not that that happens in um, James Bond. I I
1: have no idea what series of films you're talking about now.
0: um, I'm thinking more medieval fighting. That sort of.
1: Right. Okay.
0: Like in Zulu. Oh, God. Boring. I know a classic. But boring. So much fighting. Yawn Tastico, send me to sleep. Tell me when it's about to finish so I get to find out what actually happened.
1: <laughs> Give anyway, me a what, summary. <laughs> what happened in May?
0: What happened in that's, May that's was... battle off
1: 2021 before we, we leave. The Friends reunion. Why? Did, hang on. You've never watched Friends. Why did you bring that up?
0: Because I just feel like that's something that you would be interested in happening in May the rest of it was all stuff about like impeachment and and Joe Biden promising removing all US troops from Afghanistan etc but then I, there was loads that happened and if we touch on every single thing then we'll never stop
1: I didn't really follow much about US politics I occasionally see a video of Joe Biden not being able to talk and looking like a doddery old man but but that's that's about it really I don't know But yeah, the Friends reunion, um, I will say one thing about... I'll say two things about it. One, why was James Corden... No, I'll say three things about it. One, why was James Corden there? Two, why were there other pointless celebrity guests and they didn't have... Excuse me. Bless you. And they didn't have people like Paul Rudd or Christina Applegate or other big guest stars that were actually a part of the show, but instead Lady Gaga and David Beckham were there. And three, they had, you know the main cast members. And that was the main focus. But what about the three fucking creators of the show? They had a few like talking head moments, but it, they should have been as front and center, if not more so than the cast, because they wrote mm. the fucking show. So Martha Kaufman, David Crane and Kevin S. Bright barely in it. They wrote the damn thing that they, I find that so annoying. Maybe it's, I'm putting on my writer hat a bit too much here, but they created the fucking show. The cast would be nothing were it not for them. So why was why were they not hanging out on set, playing all the shit games and stuff? I know it's because oh, they're, they're not the familiar faces and stuff. But part of me was like, it should have been them on stage with the cast and just that we didn't need the interview Outside the Fountain with James Corden, who has nothing to do with Friends. Why is he in everything? I why? Why is you... he just in every... He's going to be in the Wicked musical. Sorry, everyone. He's gonna be in there because Hollywood knows how much of a joke it is to put him in every single musical. He will be guaranteed. <laughs> He'll be the fucking wizard. I've never seen Wicked, <laughs> so I don't. I don't know who's, who's doing it.
0: I do sort of think that if you're enough of a Friends fan, though, which I can't can't claim to be myself, as you all know, nope. then you know who wrote it and whether they're not the face of Friends or not. You probably would be interested in what they have to say because you've not heard much from them beyond mm. general interviews anyway so if you've hung around for the fucking reunion then you might want to know what those people had to say rather than yeah. James bloody Corden. uh
1: rattling rattling this all off what happened in June June Britney Spears requested the um
0: an end to her court-ordered conserv, however you pronounce, conservatorship.
1: <laughs> and she did she end up winning in the end? Yes, I believe she did. Good. That is a good thing. The other thing
0: that happened, which is a little more local to us, um, oh, yes. being in the UK, was <laughs> old oh, Matt.
1: Uh, yes, Matt Hancock, mm. our former health secretary. Yeah. Uh, it was oh. leaked. He was kissing. You know.
0: Kissing kissing the lady. He caught got groping. caught with it his looked. cock in his hand. Um <laughs> he and he, didn't. But he was not social distancing, which was on top of the um head of who, um or W H O, however you know. Who <laughs> ha, ha, ha. um confirmed that the Delta variant was the most transmissible today.
1: Hooray, to date. Now, is it Omicron? Has Omicron overtaken Delta?
0: Oh, probably. Definitely transmissible. But yeah, the
1: whole whole Matt Hancock thing. An example of government, basically one rule for us and none for them, essentially, Mm -hmm. as uh, that was probably just the start of finding out the government (laughs) set all these rules out for us during COVID and then thought, fuck that. We're going to do what we want, or who we want, in Matt Hancock's case, because he cheated on his wife, the slippery little bastard. What a prick.
0: Also, awesome. Did Such anyone a... see that footage? Or oh, did anyone, like you're going to answer me. Did you see that footage on E-meling. this morning <laughs> of Philip Schofield asking him if, <gasps> because he's dyslexic was why he didn't understand the social distancing yes. rules? Amazing. <laughs> and with a completely Amazing.
1: straight face, I thought. That is very funny, and just seeing the worm that is Matt Hancock just trying to be like. No, that. Why would you? Why. And the thing is, the woman who he was having an affair with, she is like what married to a millionaire or something, and everything is like, why would you go from you know, uh, and I think the millionaire was quite attractive as well. Why go from an attractive millionaire or maybe a billionaire, <laughs> fuck knows, to Matt Hancock? What is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? If you're listening, email in. Uh. Let's let's rattle through July. What happened in July? Was that the one we just did? No,
0: no. We're on July, so um, I'm go. (laughs) The first Princess Diana's um, statue was unveiled um, on what would have been her 60th birthday.
1: Didn't Um, say that happened.
0: Pope Francis undergoes surgery to remove part of his colon in Rome. (laughs) When in Rome.
1: Didn't know that happened.
0: I didn't know that happened, but still, I thought it was funny enough to mention.
1: Um, Sorry. Hilarious. (laughs) Sorry, sorry, Frankie, if you're listening.
0: Frankie. Um, Richard Branson flies to the edge of space on his Virgin Galactic record
1: record. Record record. rocket plane. Couldn't give two fucks about what these weird-ass billionaires do flying into space. Fuck off. You've got enough money to save world hunger. But it's like, I'm going to space. (laughs) I'm Richard Branson. Total wankers. Total fucking wankers. Jumping ahead a bit. When did um, William Shatner go to space? Oh, that that, was much more recent, wasn't it? That was only like October. Okay, well we'll we'll say that when we hit October.
0: Well, I'm in August. I'm finding out for you. Just give me 2 seconds to scroll.
1: August. I really can't remember. August wasn't that long ago. And I'm like, what the fuck happened in August? Not a fucking clue.
0: Oh, that made me quite sad. So I'm going to. Um, Tony Bennett celebrates his 95th birthday with Lady Gaga in the first of two farewell performances in New York City. 95. Fucking hell. Beyonce becomes the first black woman and third person to wear the Tiffany diamond in an advertising campaign for the company alongside her husband, Jay Z. Have you seen all that stuff about Beyonce being a demon? Being a Satan worshiper, no less. What? Oh, I'll have to send you the videos I've got just, in a right rabbit
1: hole. I was just thinking, like, I might cut this bit about Beyonce. It sounds boring. It's like she's a Rude. demon worshipper. Yeah. There's some proper good
0: old shit on the tinter web. I'll send
1: you it over, big boy. Right, moving on. September. Do Set. you remember? The twin of September. September. A.O.P. Hitler, written by David McCulloch, premiered. Woo! Premiered in Bristol to a sellout crowd. Moving on, what happened in October? <laughs>
0: uh, Cristiano Ronaldo broke a world record, but I don't really care for that information.
1: You're on. All right, cool. What in November?
0: Hang on.
1: Oh, wait, no. October. Um, uh, What did happen in October? We did Abigail's oh, party. Really? We did live Spirit in May as well. I, we missed that out. But, yeah. Never mind. They knew
0: about it at the time.
1: Whatever.
0: RuPaul, September, RuPaul becomes the most decorated black artist in Emmy history, winning his 11th award for RuPaul's Drag Race. Didn't know that. There we go. Wow. First edition of Mary Shelley's 1818 novel, Frankenstein, sells for $1.17 million, setting new world
1: record for a printed work by a woman. Problem is, she's not going to get any of the money, though, is she? Oh,
0: no. Good old Chris (laughs) Hemsworth making a little... A little buzz up here. Uh, Netflix says, Shonda Rhimes' Bridgerton is the most watched series ever with Extraction starring Chris Hemsworth. It's number one film. I haven't seen that. Have you seen that?
1: Uh, I have seen that. And Extraction 2, I believe, is what Chris Hemsworth is currently filming (laughs) and why he was unable to attend a tour of Lapland UK with his family. Um, because How I googled he? him, I googled him when I heard apparently he was going to be coming to latland UK and be like, Really? And I googled and saw he was filming in Prague Extraction DOS or Extraction
0: mm-hmm. Two. Um, no Time to Die premiered at the end of September, also.
1: Finally, finally, it was supposed to come out in like April 2020, and it's just mm. been pushed back and back and back and back. Yeah, 18 for months. Some people, some people, it was worth the wait, and I. Thought it was all right. Ah. It wasn't. Um, I feel like so because we're died. in this. I feel like because we're in this bloody industry, we've got to be like we can't outwardly say if we hate a film or not. Because people are like, "Oh, you can't see you hate a film." Because what about all the people that work on it? And it's like, it's just my taste is different to what is presented on the screen. So there. Well, you go. I'm
0: going to outwardly say I didn't get past fi- more than 15 minutes of Nativity because it was giving me yawn
1: vibes. Yawn vibes.
0: October. William Shatner becomes the oldest person to reach space.
1: There we go. I thought it was gonna kill him. I thought he's in his nineties and he's going up you were space. Hoping. I was like No no no, I wasn't hoping. I just thought that's gonna 90- A man in his nineties is being blasted off into space. That's gonna I thought that this that's it, that's gonna kill him. Mm. But I thought maybe that's what he wants, like what a way to go as Captain Kirk dies flying into space. We just opened the door and let him float off. Ah! But he came back and he was fine, which I'm fine with. I don't, I don't want. I should point out. I don't wish death on William Shatner. But what a cool <laughs> way if he did die in space. Uh, Christ, Christ Almighty!
0: November. Paul Rudd is named People Magazine's sexiest man alive. He did it, everybody! <laughs> Woo! Adele releases her fourth studium al- studium? <laughs> studio album,
1: 30. I haven't heard any of that.
0: You must have heard. He's the he-
1: he- he- on me. Burr, burr. Oh, Sorry, yeah. I- no, I haven't. Um, you fucking liar. You must have. I don't listen to the radio. I don't listen to the I radio. You played that much. it in one of our
0: rehearsals. You lying little bitch. You must have heard it at least in a shop or something. I don't go to shops. I've been busy. Easy on me. You must have heard it.
1: Maybe i in the background on the radio, have. but Just I haven't... denying it. I've not clicked into the fact it's Adele. I'm sorry. I'm not Tut. keeping up with that kind of pop culture. Tut. Anyway, I've got a very important question. Do you what think Paul Rudd is sexy?
0: No, not really.
1: But he's the sexiest man alive, Scarlett. You must think he's sexy. Well, it doesn't give me the twinge. Right. What happened in December? <laughs> uh, moving on swiftly. Endorse me. Oh, sorry. Endorse me? He does me. Oh, he does me.
0: Oh, do you like him?
1: I can appreciate the man as an attractive person.
0: He's in his his 50-odd. Does he make your balls go all tingly?
1: Right, what happened in December? (laughs) We've not finished December yet, so can we really say?
0: Right, in December, so far.
1: Christmas parties at Downing Street were revealed from last year. We kind of already touched on December, really.
0: Chile becomes Um, the 31st nation to legalise same-sex marriage. That
1: seems like such a small number. really, I feel like that number should be a lot bigger.
0: And isn't it wrong that they're only just doing it?
1: Yeah. I feel like that number should be a lot bigger. It really baffles me sometimes that there are like certain things in the majority of the world that are allowed. But you look at the shit that... Did you know, and I I read this, um, uh, I think a few weeks ago, that... (laughs) hello Gia the dog's barking I read this a few weeks ago that like someone had smuggled in oh my god Gia! shush I'm trying to explain how someone in North Korea was executed for smuggling a digital copy of Squid Game across the border from South Korea to North Korea no apparently yeah that happened and it baffles me that there are like countries in the world where shit like that can just happen and it's like, uh, well, that's just North Korea, isn't it? And it's like, no, no, it shouldn't be allowed to. But I'm not a world leader, so I I wouldn't know.
0: I was thinking about this the other day. I'm not going to lie. I do think even as I've taken them up, the greedy bitch that I am, I do think it's wrong that we have access to a third jab and there's countries out there that haven't even got a fucking sniff of a first jab like it's always going to exist it's always going to fucking mutate all the time first world countries like ours choose to just basically try and forget that there's countries out there that can't afford the same standardization of medicine that we have it's just mm. anyway not getting on to that cut that shout um, yeah and basically Boris Johnson announces an emergency COVID-19 booster program
1: Woo! and then who Yay. knows by the time this episode comes out who fucking knows what would have happened because this year has been <gasps> I don't say it's been as depressing as last year last year was a very depressing year but I think a lot has happened this mm. year for, for definite yeah. oh fuck remember something happened in August. I handed in my notice of my job. That's just me thinking about myself, though. Yeah. But, yeah. Who
0: cares about our boring little lives? <laughs> oh, wait, all of you. Otherwise, you wouldn't keep listening.
1: <laughs> I hope they care. But, yeah. Um, um, that was one. Did you see the stuff about the
0: controversial... Speaking of controversial news, literally yesterday, um, did you see the stuff about the the Formula One? No. I... The controversial last lap win? Think, why do you think I
1: watch formula one well i don't but i i did hear formula one's a thing that i remember my dad watching every sunday when i was a kid just being like oh great because i can't watch cartoons this morning because dad's watching formula one again <laughs> and it's just the same <clears throat> round they go round they go for 500 laps it's the same thing over and over again honestly <clears throat> i'd rather watch paint dry and then bang my head through the wall then endure watching formula one but go on what happened what was the big thing in december that happened with formula one Did lewis hamilton remember to pay his taxes oh got him
0: <laughs> um i'm gonna pronounce his name wrong uh but Verstappen wins formula one Drivers' Championship for Red Bull with a controversial last lap win over Mercedes driver Lewis Hamilton in the season-ending Abu Dhabi Grand Prix.
1: Why is it controversial that he won a race? Because there was
0: a crash and so they stopped everybody else. Um, Even though Lewis Hamilton, I think, had a 12-second gap, they then let everybody carry on from where they were. Uh, which meant that that gap no longer existed. So um, the Dutchman overtook the Englishman and there was uproar.
1: There was no stopping the stopping.
0: Oh, there we go. Last orders at the bar. Last orders at the bar. That
1: was an episode. That was Christmas. That was a year.
0: Merry 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 Christmas to you all All the tidings All the festivities I hope Boris doesn't take it from us all We love you very much And we hope you have a Lovely Christmas and New Year Join
1: us next year where we might actually have a plan For what we're going to do with this show Who knows
0: Why? That would be boring This is fun Flying by the seat of our pants On Santa's sleigh
1: I feel like in the first season of the show, we, we weren't really sure what we were doing. We were starting out and stuff, and we were a bit nervous and trying to make a good impression. And in the second season, we, we found our stride, and we were like, okay, yeah, we've got a good plan and everything. And we had all the episodes laid out. And then the third season and this episode, we were like, fuck it. You're all here now, so you're just going to have to deal with our ramblings. What the fourth season's going to be like, who knows? Who I blame knows? it
0: all on David's hard drive. <laughs>
1: I blame it on my hard drive fucking up, so then we had to delay everything. But it won't happen again. We'll actually pre-record our episodes for the fourth season, so it will be coming out. But people have messaged and been like, hey, we we want it back and stuff. Oh, ah yeah. fuck, that reminds me. We actually had an email in. Someone asked a question about this episode. I don't know if we have time to oh, do it. Jeez. Oh fuck. Um uh I'm gonna get it up very quickly because I promised him I'd be like, oh yeah, he sent it in November. This is from Mark Evans. Um uh, shout out to Mark Evans. He's three putt only on Twitter and he's been giving us loads of shout outs and support. Um, he says, uh, if you could invite anyone dead or living to your Christmas Day dinner, who would you invite and why? Um, I wouldn't invite anyone dead because the, the smell might put people off their dinner. <laughs> um, but if I could invite anyone alive, uh, oh, fuck, I don't know. We're trying to wrap this episode up. Um, I'd invite Scarlett. Because it would be fun.
0: <laughs> oh, you're lovely. I wouldn't invite you. Your jaw clicks very loudly when you eat. Um... <laughs>
1: <the> fuck you.
0: <laughs> ah, I
1: would invite... I retract my invite.
0: Marvin Gaye, because he would
1: sing nice Christmas songs to me. I could sing nice Christmas songs to you with my clicky jaw. Actually, no, fuck it. I'm not going to. I retract my invite. David, I'm invite... I've heard you
0: sing. You're welcome. <laughs>
1: it was all right i'll invite uh, yeah. bill Nye as my uh alive christmas um dinner guest, guest and i <laughs> will get him to just sing christmas is all around over and over again
0: because he will be my prisoner
1: i can get him to do what i like that sounds Ooh,
0: don't bill if you're listening
1: which him- you're not I, I i won't we would have a lovely time i would not get you to sing <laughs> Also, I am I am genuinely a huge fan of Bill Nye, so yeah, he's one of my favourite actors. So come on,
0: round fifty. <gasps> I said too much.
1: Yeah, I'm bleeping that. Don't just say my address on a podcast <laughs> that goes out to
0: fifty. Fucking...
1: <laughs> fuck me. I'm just I've ble- just bleep it once. I'm going to bleep <laughs> everything you say. I'll put in a bleep myself. I'll put it in myself. Beep. I'll do it in post production. Stop talking. Stop Beep. talking. right bye everyone bye merry christmas happy new year here's hoping 2022 is better than 2021 which we all hope to be better than 2020 uh which was a lot worse than 2019 let's go back to being being 2019 again then i can not be 30 jingy leotards bye (laughs) fuck are we ending on that yeah great yes we are bye everyone bye What are you still doing here? Go on, see you,
0: Rook. See you later, Divey boy. See you later,
1: Scarlotta.
0: We'd like to give a massive thanks to Rotaries for our soundtrack and to Megan Siggers for our artwork. And an even bigger
1: thanks to all of you choosing to listen to us waffle on. Find us on all social media platforms and make sure to subscribe to us because we're actors, we need validation.